0: Welcome to Unshakable, brought to you by St. James Methodist in Tacoa. Receive God's love, trust upon the Lord, grow unshakable for His glory. Expect God to do amazing things in you and through you this year. 2024 is an incredible opportunity. Watch what God is going to do. That's our big role to watch God. He has all the boss moves. Watch what God is going to do. Watch what God is doing right now and tell somebody about it. We get to be his witnesses. That's what it means. But we expect great things in 2024. During Advent, we did a lot of waiting. That's what Advent is all about, waiting for the second coming of Christ, remembering what it meant to wait for the first coming of Christ, waiting for what the arrival of Christ into our lives each day brings us. That waiting prepares us to really celebrate the arrival of Jesus Christ. All of that helps us prepare for the new year. As we're able to celebrate Christmas deeper, should help us be prepared for the new year. We've had a lot of waiting. We've had a lot of celebration. And hopefully that has taught us to expect some amazing things in 2024. And those amazing things are going to be brought about because of Jesus Christ. We can expect to be made holy. And you may say, how could we possibly be expecting that? Do you understand that we're not perfect? Yes, I understand that because I'm not perfect either. But Hebrews 10, 4 through 37, tells us that we can expect to be made holy and tells us how that's going to come about. We can also expect to endure and deepen our faith in 2024. Hebrews 10 goes on to explain how that is going to happen. And then we can expect to see God's salvation and that salvation revealed through us to the people around us, that we could speak about Jesus to those we come across who are looking for redemption, we can expect to see God's salvation reach people in new ways through us in 2024. We see that in Luke 2:22 through 40. If you really expect something to happen, you prepare for it. right? If you're expecting to go on a big vacation, especially if it's out of the country, you're going to prepare for that. You're going to be getting your visa up to date. You're going to be making sure your passport's ready. You're going to pack your bags. You're going to schedule somebody to watch the animals. You're going to get yourself ready. You're going to plan and you're going to prepare if you really expect something to happen. If you're expecting a child, you do things to get ready for that child's arrival. So we have to stop just believing that God can do great things. And we have to shift in 2024 to expecting God to do great things in our lives, in our churches, in our community of Toccoa, Georgia, in our families, in our homes, in our careers, in our finances, in, in our areas where we need to grow as disciples of Christ, in our witness. So we are expecting in 2024, therefore we are planning. We're expecting Christ to do great things in 2024, mighty things. And if we really expect it, we're going to be planning for each of these things. That's where our free will comes into play. He's always wanting to do this work. But do we plan and receive the work that he wants to do through us and in us? Getting back to expecting to be made holy, Hebrews 10, 4 through 37, listen to how it is possible. We will then talk real quick about how are we planning to be made holy. Hebrews 10, 4 through 37, it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. But a body you prepared for me with burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. Then I said, here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God. First he said, sacrifice and offerings, burn offerings and sin offerings, you did not desire, nor were you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance with the law. Then he said, here I am. I have come to do your will. He set aside the first to establish the second, and by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. I'm going to repeat verse 10. And by that will, the will of Christ to do the Father's will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Then in verse 11, day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties again and again. He offers the same sacrifices, which can never take away sin. But when this priest, meaning Christ, had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. For by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. I'm going to read verse 14 again. For by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. The Holy Spirit also testifies to us about this. First, he says, this is the covenant I will make with them. After that time, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. Then he adds their sins and lawless acts. I will remember no more. And where these have been forgiven, sacrifice for sin is no longer necessary. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings hope having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, and having our bodies washed with pure water. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. How are you planning for Jesus to make you holy in 2024? How am I? To be made holy means to be set aside by God for the purpose of people knowing who Jesus is. How will we exercise our free will to expect God and plan for God to separate us from the world in a way that receives him and shares him with others at a deeper level? Receive him writing his word on your heart and your mind through making time to study the word of God, to be with him in prayer, listening prayer, not just where you're talking, but where you're praying about something taking it before Him, uh, laying down a decision that needs made, and asking for guidance, and then looking in God's Word for wisdom and direction. With our sins forgiven, we expect to draw near to God in relationship. Therefore, we plan to draw near to God in relationship through the study of Scripture, time with fellow Christians, hymns, songs, spiritual songs, sharing in Holy Communion, Fasting, sharing our testimony, among other things, and and with other believers and non-believers, and doing so expecting to draw closer to God, we expect our faith to endure in twenty twenty-four. Hebrews ten, twenty-three to thirty-seven. Let us hold unswervingly. I love that unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up on meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sin is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Remember those earlier days after you had received the light, when you endured a great conflict full of suffering. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. At other times, you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property, because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possessions. So do not throw away your confidence, it will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere, so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come, and will not delay the word of God again for us, the people of God. Now the people that the writer of Hebrews was addressing had suffered deeply for their faith. God is encouraging them through this text to endure and actually let their faith be deepened through the suffering and through the trials because they are doing the will of the Lord. How are you and I planning to endure in our faith in 2024? See, we have great hopes for 2024, perhaps personal things we'd like to see happen. We might have goals. We may have, you know, resolutions. We may have hopes. But if life isn't perfect in 2024, that should only deepen our faith. If life is perfect in 2024, which there's no such thing, then that should only deepen our faith. What is it that our happiness and our joy and our hope and our peace come from? It's Christ alone. So therefore, whether it we are full or empty in this life, it doesn't touch our faith. These, these people had lost all their possessions and they joyfully accepted that and let that Deepen their faith. So we can go into a brand new year, yes, with hope, yes, with plans. But as far as the material things and situations of this life, know that no matter what comes, God has allowed it to touch your life because He's already using it to to strengthen your faith and to help you accomplish the purpose for which you were born, which is to know him and show him each and every day. So therefore, we will endure in our faith in 2024. We will hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised it is faithful. I love this. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up, on meeting together. We have to continue meeting together, make it more of a priority than ever. We endure in the journey to move towards God's ways in our lives better together. So we always invite you to come and do that with us at St. James. We always want you to be a part of that. If you are engaged in that elsewhere, we are excited for you to be there. We're excited for the difference you're making there. Plug into it, expecting that the Lord will judge his people because that will happen, including us one day. We will all stand for judgment and expecting that God is that judge and that we will stand before him. It helps motivate us to endure in our faith and then remembering that that's also true for every single person we see In our family, in our workplace, at school, in the grocery store, that helps us get over ourselves to receive the strength and the voice that God gives us to share him with others. And that is our last expectation to see God's salvation flowing through us to others who are looking for redemption. In Luke 2, 22 to 40, when Mary and Joseph brought baby Jesus to be circumcised at the temple, they spoke of how Jesus was God's salvation. And Anna spoke to everybody about him who was looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. We are excited. The salvation of God at work in us and through us to the world around us. We want to have God's help to tell everybody, just like Anna did, who is looking for redemption. Discover genuine love and unshakable faith at St. James Methodist. Worship on Sundays at 11, art therapy Mondays at 3, learn to forgive Wednesdays at 1030, learn to study the Bible Wednesdays at noon, celebrate recovery Fridays at 6, 900 Mize Road in Tocoa.